you want more calm and I have the recipe for you to have less overwhelm in your life. Each week, I'll bring you stories, tips, and sometimes interviews on how to get more calm in your life. There will be quick and easy recipes too. So join me each week, Teresa Dioulis, an advanced certified life coach and certified culinary nutrition expert to find your recipe for calm. Today is a special day for me. It is the one year anniversary of the Recipe for Calm podcast. And I want to thank you for listening, whether this is your first listen or your 10th or your 52nd. I appreciate you being here. And today I wanted to introduce a concept that you may be familiar with if you've studied this or applied it at work. It's a concept called an after action review that businesses often use to assess situations after the fact. And there's four questions usually applied. What was expected to happen? What actually occurred? What went well and why? And what can be improved and how? And I think this is something that we can use in our lives to help create more calm because say you ran a project at work or had a huge project for school or even if you're a parent and there's something that's just something you've been struggling with with a child, or say there's a situation you've been dealing with as a caregiver, or maybe even, again, maybe you planned a huge party, a wedding, um, and after the fact, you know, you're going to be doing it again. You want to look through and see what went well, what, what didn't, and all of that. So you can learn from it to see, especially if you found yourself becoming particularly overwhelmed or stressed out what you could do in the future to possibly create more calm in the situation. So I thought I would look back at this year of the Recipe for Calm podcast and just show you how I would answer these questions. What was expected to happen? For me, each week, I wanted to bring you stories, tips, and interviews sometimes on how to get more calm in your life. What actually occurred? Other than a few weeks where I was sick, and one week I was sick and I played a repeat um, of the high, one of the highest ranked episodes or the actual holidays, I showed up every week doing just that, probably stories, tips, and there were six interviews that I brought to you. Whether you got more comment in your life or not, that's something you need to determine. What went well and why? What went well was you, the listeners, showed up and supported me and encouraged me I received DMs, I received photos, I received verbal encouragement when I saw some of my family members and friends, and I so appreciate that there were ratings left and comments left on line on the podcasts. This one in particular from Grandma's Cookies. This app is spot on. Teresa's delivery is calm. Self-awareness and insight are key, and she helps us to look inward to accept and go from there. The recipes are fun too. When you rate and review, it helps other people find and listen to the podcast. So I really appreciate all of you who have taken the time to rate and review the show. And I especially want to thank the guests that came on to be interviewed, Emily Wardrop, Sarah Shiozawa, Susanna Kamone. Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, Mary Wall, and Christina Flack. I got great feedback from everybody enjoying their interviews, and I really appreciate them taking the time 
to come on and be interviewed. If anybody has suggestions for people they would like to see interviewed, I have received a few working on lining those up. I would love to hear them. Please send them my way. My email is teresadiolis at gmail.com or tag me on Instagram at teresadiolis. The final question, what can be improved and how? On my end, for me, again, to create more calm, is to not overthink as much and to re-record. Some episodes, some weeks, I record once. It's like a once and done. Some weeks, I re-record eight to ten times because I just keep trying to fix things or I rethink things. And when I do, it ends up being that I often go with the first draft. So taking a cue from my fourth episode, V minus, I want to erase the imperfect and apply the quote that I shared in that episode from Johnny Cuff, some beats none. I know I've published episodes where I was tongue tied. I, it's not always perfect. And I don't think that you expect it to be perfect as a listener you know, I show up here as myself. This is who I am in person. If you meet me, you know, in real life, this is who I am. So if there's room for improvement, suggestions you have, I'm all ears, please send them my way. So again, hopefully this exercise was helpful for you to be able to apply in your own life. Again, the questions were, what was expected to happen? What actually occurred? What went well and why? And what can be improved and how? And I just wanted to give a special thank you to Valerie McKeon, who is an artist and also a podcaster, the Dear Creative Soul podcast. It was her podcast, January 31st last year. There's never a good time to start that I was listening to cleaning in my closet. And I remember hearing it. She's talking about perfectionism and what's the alternative. And that's what got me motivated to decidedly create this podcast. And I had sent a message to her on February 7th and said, I've toyed around for years. And when I heard what you said last week, I decided to embrace the imperfect and just start kind of ironic that I ended up still struggling with this, but just to go to goes to prove that we aren't ever one and done with these things. Right. And she responded on February 10th. Teresa, I listened to your podcast and I love it. I just love the whole concept of a recipe for calm, everything. It was so good. I loved what you said about changing the questions we ask ourselves. I wanted to give your podcast a shout out in my next episode and mention what you said to me about having the nudge to start, if that is all right with you. So she was asking my permission to shout out on her podcast. I was thrilled. The funny part about this is I was traveling for the weekend. My husband and I were visiting one of my cousins and her husband in Florida, and I didn't even see this for a whole day. And when I saw it, my heart started racing. I was so honored and thrilled that she responded to me and would give me and the podcast shout out a, a one week old, two week old podcast. So thank you so much to Valerie for the inspiration and for the encouragement. I thought you might like to know what my favorite episode of the year was and my favorite recipe. The favorite episode I have is 38, the Calm Toolkit, because I think it offers a great starting point if I had to give anybody to listen to one episode of the past year. And granted, it points to multiple other episodes, but I think they're really important because in it, it talks about podcast 12, Processing Feelings, podcast 7, Journal for Calm, podcast 16, Five Senses, 
Podcast 21, Sleep Well, Podcast 33, Reading for Calm, and Podcast 37, Music for Calm. All of these things are ways I use regularly for creating calm in my life. I can tell you living in Houston, outside of Houston, but driving into Houston regularly, I use music in the car regularly to create more calm for myself. I know if I don't sleep well, I definitely am not as calm. I read daily. I do use my timers. If you're a regular listener, you know I like timers to at least get 20 minutes of reading in a day. And processing feelings is really a basic starting point for me to really identify how I'm feeling. Journaling, I try to do at least once a week just for myself or at any time if I'm really feeling like I need to process something that is harder. Uh, It's amazing how putting pen to paper for me, stuff just comes out that I didn't know was going on in my brain. Or sometimes it's just a matter of free flow. And the five senses is just one of those things that another one like journaling that if I'm feeling particularly stuck, I can use that technique in the five senses to help create more calm for myself. My favorite recipe was in episode 26, the consistency for calm episode, and it's the cookie dough dip. I love this recipe because it's a handful of ingredients that I usually always have on hand. And it is a high protein recipe that tastes really good. I love eating it with some fruit. So I have a nice balanced snack or dessert at any time. And I got a really fun picture from uh, my cousin Patty of her kids uh, and their family enjoying it. And then it, it just is one of those recipes that's great any time of the year. And one batch might not be enough. <laughs> but the great thing is, especially if you keep yogurt on hand, and again, you can use dairy-free if you need that, but I just love that recipe so much. And if you don't like chocolate, you don't have to use the chocolate chips. Just make it a sugar cookie dough dip. I really want to reiterate how much I appreciate anybody who's listened, all of you who's listened this past year and supported this podcast by tuning in each and every week. It wouldn't exist without you. So thank you so much. And until next week, I wish you great health and calm. Take care. I wanted to leave you with a blessing today in honor of the podcast anniversary as a way of saying thank you. It's a prayer called Peace Within, written by St. Therese of Lisieux. May today there be peace within. May you trust that you are exactly where you are meant to be. May you not forget the infinite possibilities that are born of faith in yourself and others. May you use the gifts that you have received and pass on the love that has been given to you. May you be content with yourself just the way you are. Let this knowledge settle into your bones and allow your soul the freedom to sing, dance, praise, and love. It is there for each and every one of us. This week's quick and easy recipe is for a 
turkey pesto provolone sandwich. This is a formula recipe, so there's no exact ingredients. What you'll need is turkey, provolone, basil, pesto, lettuce, tomato, red onion if you would like, and then your bread of choice. You're going to spread a little bit of the basil pesto on each side of your bread, and then layer your tomato, your, well, layer tomato, lettuce, turkey, provolone, and if you would like red onion, and again, omit any of these items that you don't have or want, and then close your sandwich, slice, eat, and enjoy. This also is great to grill. If you want a warmer weather, a warmer weather, a colder weather sandwich, we really enjoy these grilled as well. The basil pesto adds so much flavor and just elevates it to a whole nother level. If you make this, I'd love to see your pictures. Tag me on Instagram at Teresa Diolis or send them my way at email teresadiolis at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Take care. If you have found this podcast helpful in any way, I would really appreciate it if you would share it with your friends and family and rate it on whatever podcast platform you listen to so that more people can find it. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, I wish you great health and calm. Take care.